Welcome in to Mox on the Mic. I'm Chris Goforth, and thanks for joining us. You can find us wherever you find your podcast. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. By doing so, you help people find this podcast. Today, we go to the mat. Three Chattanooga wrestlers are headed to nationals. We'll visit with Fabian Gutierrez, Tanner Smith, and Matthew Waddell, along with Mox head coach Kyle Rochelle. Matthew Waddell heads to nationals to compete at 184 pounds, but first he sat down with us on Mox on the Mic. So first, uh, congratulations. Thank you. You've been a guy maybe as consistent as anybody else uh, over the course of this year. Um, Was this a goal? What, making it to the national tournament? Yeah. Yeah. it was kind of a means to a goal. I mean, all Americans a goal, national champs a goal. So, you got to you got to make it there to do it. So, your journey to get here to, to to get to Chattanooga a little bit about what the path was like for you and and why here. It's a little it's a little unorthodox. I mean, I'm from a little town sixty miles away. Uh, I got recruited to Chattanooga out of high school. And I decided to go to the University of Oklahoma. I felt like there was a lot of good opportunities for me out there. Um, stuff, not to get into too, too many de- details, but stuff didn't work out. And uh, once I went into the transfer portal, Kyle reached out to me and started a really good relationship from there. And this is where it's led to. It's great to be able to wrestle close to home, right? Yeah. Folks get to come watch? Yeah. they they My folks came to watch one match while I was in Oklahoma, so they've been to – seven or eight this year so it's pretty cool having been at a place like Oklahoma and, and been at that uh, program like that uh, and and then in the Big 12 and then be able to come and wrestle in the Southern Conference a little bit about how you view the competition now you've you've had the experience to see it at at both levels you're about to see it on a national level now but a little bit about how you view the competition um the SoCon's never been a traditional wrestling conference, uh, which is starting to become it's starting to become one. I mean, the Big Twelve's always been a wrestling conference. The Big Ten has as well. Um, and you're going to see consistent competition from those guys. And it, what we're seeing in the SoCon is not eight, eight, nine, or ten consistent guys, but three or four guys that can really, really compete and are ahead of the other fifty, sixty percent of the weight class. So that's that's kind of interesting to watch. That's what we saw at the SoCon tournament. Uh, the top two guys were definitely the top two guys. Um, it, there wasn't really any question of who should have went to the Nationals. He shouldn't have. So, What do you expect? Have, have you talked to Rodney about what it's like? Have you talked to Coach about what it's like? What do you expect? At the National Tournament? Yeah. Um, you know, it's a lot of hard wrestling. A lot of, a lot of hand fighting, a lot of just getting after it. So, will it be different? Yeah, it'll be different. Uh, I mean, it's it's almost like a cumulative test throughout the year. I mean, we wrestle. I've wrestled good guys throughout all throughout the year, and now we're all in one tournament. So, there's not going to be any quote easy matches. So. Yeah, I thought one of the coolest things for you guys this year was the change moving over from McClellan Gym and being able to wrestle in the arena. It just had that 
It was different from the fact that it, it McClellan, and you tell me because you're on the mat and you may or may not be cognizant of, of what's going on, but at McClellan, everybody's right on top of you when you wrestle. I'm, I'm sure you could probably hear the crowd a little more, um, but wrestling in the McKenzie Arena just has such a – it has such a big-time feel when you step in the center of that mat underneath that spotlight, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, I personally – Love wrestling in McClellan because uh, it's a small like a wrestling wrestling Chattanooga wrestling is not going to bring in twenty five hundred three thousand fans to at this point we're just not to fill that bottom half of McKenzie so but we but what we can do is bring in eleven twelve thirteen hundred fans and make McClellan feel huge and everybody gets a good seat there's not a bad seat in the house um, speaking of when I wrestled Oklahoma we had a we had a wrestling gym. That's all that was done in there. And, you know, we brought brought in 3,500 people almost every time, and it was the same way, and it was just awesome. I mean, personally, I wish we had wrestled McClellan all year because I feel – I think that with some stuff – doing some stuff in there, we can make it make it that big-time college feel too. There is that what, – what would you call it, a home mat advantage, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I, yeah. It's it's way different wrestling at home than it is away. It's kind of it's it is a two day. I I I like that though. I love wrestling away teams. So it's just kind of how I've always been. Have you got a favorite spot that you have wrestled before? Um, whether it's at Oklahoma or here at Chattanooga, that is there a favorite spot for you that you would like geographically yeah well uh, favorite gym favorite place you like to favorite wrestle place in outside of mcclellan where would it be favorite place i've ever wrestled oh my gosh uh my freshman year when i was at oklahoma oklahoma's gym is super special there's a lot of history there but um we wrestled at lehigh and they're they're they have they also have a wrestling it's dedicated wrestling and it's called the snake pit and it's it's pretty it's pretty intense so that's probably my favorite one. Do you know yet who you're going to see first? At I do. Nationals? Uh, I have Chris Weiler from Lehigh, actually. Yeah. What do you know about him? Have you wrestled him before? I haven't wrestled him before. Uh, we don't have that many common opponents. He, I think he was – I think I was ranked ahead of him for most of the year by two or three spots, and we kind of flip-flopped right here at the last two weeks. So. so what kind of, from a wrestling standpoint, what kind of preparation for you specifically preparing for – one him, two for this tournament. What goes into you getting ready? My preparation is going to be about ninety five percent the same how it's been all year. You know, start off, start off next week on my weight at a certain point, gradually bringing it down until Wednesday night, getting the last two or three pounds off, and you know that other five percent is just uh, formulating a plan for that first match on Thursday. Just, just getting through it, getting past him and going on the next one. So, when you're wrestling somebody, when you wrestle, when you know who you're going to wrestle, you can think of like come up with a plan. But you're going to wrestle pretty much the same way you wrestle everybody else. So, what are you guys thinking? Have you guys talked about this whole coronavirus thing and the idea of wrestling in front of what will be largely an empty gym? And this is way before the coronavirus was even a thing. This is my opinion. 
there could be 80,000 people in that gym and it was going to be look empty because right. it's an NFL football stadium. Right. And there's 10 there's 10 mats that aren't going to cover a fraction of the field. Um yeah, it's going to be a wasteland. Um with just just the uh immediate family. Is that easier? Is it more difficult? Do you like to feed off that crowd, whether they're for you or against you? Yeah, it's I mean, uh, it's kind of like mind, almost mind numbing. Like people yelling and screaming the whole time. Like if there's five thousand people, there's like twenty looking at you. You know, they're not all that crowd's not worried about what you're doing the whole time. So, but now there's going to be a lot less, a lot less people, but a lot more eyes, probably. So, Matthew, congratulations and good luck. Thank you. Tanner Smith will represent Chattanooga at 149, and we got a chance to talk with him this week. Tanner, first off, congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it. What's the what's the end goal for you every year? Obviously, this is getting here is a huge step, but what's the goal for you every year? Uh, definitely to be an All-American. I know the ultimate goal is to be a national champ, and that takes a lot, and so I, I'm working up there. I qualified last year, and I qualified this year, so my main goal is to be an All-American. Are you able to share um, – you know, we, we talked with Matthew just a few minutes ago. Or are you able to talk to him about what this experience is going to be like and what to expect? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he, he understands, like, how big this tournament is and, like, how much of an experience it is because we only get, what, maximum, like, four years of this. And so it's, like, a big deal. And so I just, I, I mean, I just try to take it all in and let him know to take it all in as well. How different do you think it will be wrestling in front of, other than some family members, there's not <laughs> going to be much of a crowd there. Yeah, it's definitely uh, altered a lot of things. Like, that was, like, I mean, last year I know I had, like, a match where all the light shows was going on right before, and that, like, kind of, like, got me some crazy nerves like I've never experienced. And so, I mean, it's definitely going to be just like any other, I guess, Chattanooga duel or tournament. It's not going to be as big, but uh, I definitely think, I mean, it's we're, we're all there for the same goal, so it's not like we change anything that we do on our end. There's not going to be like a lot less pressure, I guess. Have you thought about what it's like to wrestle in it? Have you ever wrestled in a football stadium before? I have not, and I feel like it's going to be very empty. So, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of open areas. You know, and we I talked with Matthew about this too, and I want to get your thoughts on it. You guys moving over from McClellan this year and wrestling the last half of the year in the McKenzie Arena, um, a little different environment. Uh, a cooler experience, I think, from a fan experience, while you're not necessarily on top of the action, uh, there was a bigger feel from wrestling inside uh, McKenzie. Your thoughts on it? Yeah, I definitely enjoyed, like, McClellan just because of the small atmosphere, but moving over to McKenzie was great. Like, the media did an awesome job of putting on, like, a preview before the match and having, like, special effects with smoke and just getting us more hyped up for the match. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Do you know who you're going to face now at Nationals? Yes, I have a clarion kid. So I got the 22nd seed, and I think he's the 11th seed. So just take it one match at a time. Do you know anything about him? Have you wrestled him before? I have yet to wrestle him, but our assistant coach came from clarion. So 
I mean, he knows him personally, so we're... Is that an advantage? I, I, I would say so. I mean, he knows how he wrestles, so I just got to prepare myself and be ready for that first match. What's it going to be like for you now for the next couple of days leading up to the Nationals getting underway? I uh, definitely just fine-tune things. We don't have to do nothing major, just uh, keep my weight in check. I do everything I've been doing the whole year. don't take it any differently, and... Uh, just be ready to go what led you to here how did you get to Chattanooga uh so I originally uh went to eastern Michigan and I uh, was a red shirt there that my first year and they cut our wrestling program so that my red shirt year opened up a lot of opportunities and it led me here to Chattanooga uh I love it here I'm I plan on staying in the area really yeah you feel like you found a home then huh yeah definitely I love Tennessee I just love this the people here and just everything Chattanooga has to offer. Have you thought at all about this virus thing? Do you care? Uh, I mean, originally I just thought it was like just fear overpowering people and the thought of like what could happen, but not necessarily like what was happening at the moment. But now that like all this stuff is happening, I feel like I should give it a little more precaution. Uh, But yeah, what's going on with all the cancelings like the NBA and our national tournament being limited to f- uh, family only and what other different aspects of this virus could impact on the national tournament. Like, I, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> a little bit about your season and just kind of how this year has gone for you. Um, you've been very consistent over the course of, uh, of, of this season. Was there a point in the year when – you felt like I've got a chance to get back there. Was there a was there a point for you when you knew you legit could get there again? Yeah, I think so. I mean, last year was a lot different than this year. I was injured a lot last year, and uh, coming out of nationals, I felt like I was there. Like I like just wrestling the couple matches I did at nationals. I knew like it's possible to be an all American. Like you just. I don't know it's just I just had that mindset that it can happen and coming into this year I was a lot more healthier uh going through the season I had some bigger wins and I don't think I ever had a ranked win until this year and I'd be a couple ranked kids and I think that started like I think my first kid that was ranked I beat was from army and then after that I just really had like more confidence I guess like just knowing that I can knock off those top guys and hang with the best of them. Tanner, good luck. Congratulations. Thank you. Fabian Gutierrez has been nationally ranked this entire season, and he joins us now for Mox on the Mic. You guys, and you in particular, I say you guys when I, I talk about the the lighter weight classes, are absolutely the most fun guys to watch wrestle, in, in my opinion, only because the action is so much faster with you guys than it is as you, as guys get heavier, the yes, action isn't as fast. Congratulations. Appreciate it. I think all of us that have watched you wrestle over the course of this year, this was kind of foregone, uh, kind of a foregone conclusion, at least for me. I fully expected us to be having this conversation. Yes, sir. Um, did you? Did you expect to to yes, get this opportunity? Yes, I did. You know, um, it just has been a goal since I was young. I mean, I didn't get the starting spot my first three years, and I finally got my chance you know I just wanted to take the the opportunity that I had and I knew that even though I didn't win the conference that I knew I was going to get a bid what changed what changed for you from freshman Fabian 
to Fabian today? Okay, you know, um, freshman year, just just always, like, you're just new on your own, so, you know, like, you just do whatever you want. But as as I was starting to realize that that I was here for wrestling, you know, my, my wrestling changed. I started helping um, Alonzo Allen achieve his goals, even if I wasn't the starter. And then last year, I mean, we, we competed against each other the whole year going back and forth, and I wanted the spot. He wanted the spot, but no matter who had the spot, we were both pu- pushing each other to get better. And and me not getting the spot last year actually uh, gave me gave me fire under my under my um, butt to just push and actually qualify this year. How much harder do you think you worked after last year coming into this year? Well, I've worked tremendously harder. You know, I mean, I had a pretty good year last year, and you know, I had a couple falls this year, but you know, those happen. In, in the sport of wrestling, anything can happen. And um, I just think that that the way I, I've been working has shown. Typically, and it's not always the case, but a lot of times, um, duels will start off at that 125-pound weight class. You're the first guy out there. Do you see yourself as kind of a, I don't know, a tone setter, kind of a, a way to, to set – everybody else up for success when you go out there and win yes sir you know I've always been the smallest you know I wrestled 106 in high school my uh, freshman sophomore year so I was always the first matchup um coach Rochelle always asked me if I want to be the first guy like hey do you do you want us to draw or do you want to do you want to start and there's been a couple duels where they drew and you know just sitting there waiting for my match I'm like man I wish I would have wrestled already <laughs> but um, when I when I get to start, I feel like I feel like um, my energy and my fire feeds the team. So even even if I were to lose, even if even if it was a close match like against Indiana, you know, <clears throat> it was a good match and the team still fed off of my loss and we still won. Yeah. So, is there one this year you'd like to have back? One you'd like to go back and get a do over on one match? One match, you know. I think I would want to take back the Spencer Lee match. You know, he's a two-time national champion. His freshman and sophomore year, you know, um, I'm actually one of the two guys that went all the, all three periods with him th- this year. Um, you know, I felt like I could have done a lot better that first period. I let the first period get away. So if I were to take anything back, I would want just that first period. If I were to change the the point scoring in that first period. I think it would have been an, an interesting match. Do you know who you have first at Nationals? Yes, I do. Um, uh, they came out with brackets yesterday, and I have Michael D'Agostino from Northwestern. Have you ever wrestled him before? I have not, no. Do you know anything about him, um, what he does well? Um, uh, he's pretty good on his feet defensively, you know, if I were to get in on a shot. So I've, I'm really focusing right now on finishing my shots, staying tight. Um, he's definitely beatable, and – you know, I'm going to just go out there and let it fly. Yes, sir. What's these next couple of days going to to be like for you leading up to this? Have you given it any thought as to, you know, what it's going to mean to yeah. step into that football stadium and be able to wrestle? You know, it's been a dream since I was younger. You know, I just – what's going through my mind right now is, is – I mean, it's the last tournament of this season, you know. Like, the, you, you can't – you can't go into a match and and 
uh, if you win or lose, go into the match and be like, or leave the match and be like, yeah, I could have, could have gave more. You know, you just got to go out there and you got to just give it all you got. You got to exhaust yourself because the other your other opponent's going to be exhausted as well. So you know, you just got to go out there, give it all you got, and leave leave nothing behind because if you do, you will regret it. Traditionally, in a normal year, this would probably be the biggest crowd you would ever wrestle in front of. Now it's changed because of the virus situation. In a way, that's kind of a bummer, isn't it? Yes, I mean, sir. it's it's yes, kind of, you know, you work your tail off to get to be able to wrestle on that stage in that opportunity and in front of that kind of crowd, and then you don't get the crowd. How do you what, – what do you do with that? Is there a way like – I know, you know, Matthew said he thought it would probably end up from a noise level standpoint being something similar to what you guys face at home. Is that what you expect? Yes, I do. Um, you know, I would have loved to wrestle in front of 40,000 fans, but, you know, uh, things come up just like the virus. But, um, you know, I just – I'm not going to treat it any different, fans or not. I'm going to go out there to compete, whether whether the stands are empty or the stands are full. You know, like I I want to become an All American, and if no one's there, or if someone's there, I'm going to go out there and try to achieve it. Tell us about your path to Chattanooga. How did you end up a mock? So, um, my sophomore year, my one of my coaches from high school, we did a, we used to always go to Disney duels, and um, so my coach drove from Colorado. And we went to Kansas, did a tournament, went to a Missouri wrestling camp, and then we came to UTC on the way to Florida, and um, we came to the camp, and I fell in love with the city. I was like, I love this place. This place is so cool. And, you know, I talked to head coach at the time, Heath Esslinger, was like, I really love this city. Like, I want to come here. So um, after after that, we kind of kept in contact through my junior and senior year, and um, and I just was able to get accepted. And right as I got accepted to UTC, I was like, I'm coming here, and I committed. So, you know, I just I've always dreamed of since my sophomore year being here, and. It's worked out well for you, I'd yes, say. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Uh, good luck. And I um, yeah, hope you guys get a chance to – I hope you get to do this again one day, and I hope there's 80,000 people in the yes, stands sir. for you. Yes, sir. All right, man, <laughs> Thank thanks. you. Chattanooga coach Kyle Ruchel was an All-American at Wisconsin. He now heads back to the Nationals, this time as the head coach. Given the virus concerns sweeping college sports, the NCAA tournament will be a little bit different this time. Here's our conversation with Kyle Rochelle. Coach, when you and I spoke a couple of weeks ago, I asked you, I said, who do you think has the best chance of getting to Nationals? You said, I think the three guys we've got ranked have a chance, uh, have the best chance. You got what you wanted, right? Uh, Yeah, we got – we got those three guys through, but you always hope to get, uh, you know, Rodney Jones, a senior, uh, seated first. You, we were really hoping he could get through, but he had a tough guy that he had wrestled before. Um, and then just another guy coming through the mix. So we were hoping for five. Three, we knew we could get through just where they were ranked all, all year. And, um, 
So, I mean, it was good, but it could have been great. Rodney's the guy we have seen the most. Mm -hmm. But uh, your thoughts on this senior class, this group of guys that you're saying goodbye to, you coming in um, as a new coach last year, what was that? What have these guys meant to you? Um, not just Rodney, but but those guys as a whole. Uh, th- that whole class, they've helped me build the foundation of what I've I've been trying to do. Um, hard work, great kids off the mat, but when they step on the mat, they're they're beasts. And so they've helped me build that that foundation and um, kind of lead this program in in the right direction. And Rodney Jones, he's not the only one. Dom Lampy, um, Ben Stacy, Chris Deby, and all those guys have done that. We've had a couple injuries that have led some of those other seniors not not to be in our lineup, but um, they're they're mocks, and and I think they're pretty proud of what they've laid down in front of everybody else yeah Dom and Chris are the two guys that I think you look at and you go man what could have been right Mm -hmm. had it not been for the injuries those are the two guys that I think you would have liked to have had healthy to be able to compete yeah absolutely um you want to have you know your best year to be your senior year right um and I'm 100% 100% confident in the guys that were out there, and, and they wrestled a great year. We In those two week weight classes, we took second, we took fourth, and so it's not like um, we didn't have somebody in there fighting and, and doing what we expect of them, but their senior year, you always want them to be their best, and they didn't get that opportunity, which just hurts uh, as a coach, and I know it hurts them even more. You've competed in nationals as a player, mm-hmm. a participant. You're going back again as a head coach. Yep. Um, this is weird though, right? I mean, this, yeah. this whole virus thing is this, you weren't prepared for this, right? <laughs> no, there, there's not a no, class no. you take as a coach to get you ready, uh, for what you guys have, are still kind of having to deal with. I know this tournament's real special for mm-hmm. you. What does it, how, how strange has this been this uh, last well, week? Well, it was going to be a little bit different anyways. We've never wrestled in a football stadium before, and that's where we were going to have it. And um, so it was going to be a little bit different, a little bit weird. We didn't know what to expect totally, but this is another curveball. And, and right now we're sitting at just parents and essential staff. And um, regardless, our guys know what they have to do. Um, we have to be prepared for the guy that steps out on the mat. You, you always tell him, hey, blank out everything else. And so this makes it a little bit easier with <laughs> maybe some less fans there. Um, I just hate it for the sport. We were trying yeah, to do no something doubt. really, really cool and, and blow it up. And I think they had 45,000 tickets sold, which is twice as many as we've ever been able to have. And so um, it just hurts our sport a little bit. Um, but we're – our sport's resilient. We'll we'll be just fine. It's just at the opportunities for these guys wrestling that crowd. That's something that's going to yeah. be very special for them, and they get to miss out on, on that little bit. Yeah, and look, I, I understand public health and safety and all that. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. But to be able to wrestle in front of 40,000 people, I mean, I hate that these guys are getting robbed right. of that opportunity because that is – that's unique in this sport. Not everybody can say. What was the biggest crowd you ever wrestled in front of? Probably NCAs. I would say twenty-one to twenty-two thousand. Yeah, and so you're talking about it. double that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so that's why it was going to be. It was going to be awkward. It was going to be weird. The mats on a football field, but that many people having eyes on you. I mean, it's never happened before. And these guys could say they got to do that, um, and they do. They get robbed of it, and it's a shame. But. The health of individuals is is more important. Let's talk about these guys that you do have going to nationals. Let's start with Fabian because he has been uh, 
Is it safe to say, am I correct, that he's probably been as dominant as anybody you have over the course of this year? Um, I think so. Um, I think all three of those guys have done a pretty good job. I think Fabian's probably separated himself a little bit with this competition. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the kid's good. I mean, he's probably the best one of the three on top and turning. Uh, Tanner's pretty good on top, but he can turn, and that kind of separates him uh, pretty quick from the guy. How much different is – Fabian Gutierrez today we talked about him we talked with him about what it's like you know freshman Fabian versus Fabian today what kind of change have you seen in him since you've become head coach uh so last year he was in a role that we were going back and forth and we had to do a wrestle off at the end of the year and um Zoe ultimately won that wrestle off and so he got to go to SoCons and ended up going to Nationals so we knew what kind of talent Fabian was and and had but this year he's really taken the role of hey this is my spot I'm going to wrestle all year uh, and I'm going to make the most of my opportunities uh, and he's, so yeah we've seen him grow he said last year lit a fire under him yeah that he have. worked harder yeah it should did I mean, you see that did you notice that work yes I, I do uh, he, he's in a weight class where there's not too many guys his weight or below him in our room so he's got to wrestle 133 pounders that are probably coming in at around 140 sometimes during practices and so he He's a little bit smaller than everybody, so every day is just a battle for him. And he comes in and he does a pretty good job every day. Does that is that a help when you when you wrestle a guy that is maybe a weight class above you? Is that does that help? Uh, yes, it does. Uh, every now and again, you want to wrestle somebody your size, but just to build a little bit of confidence. But if he's taking it to guys a weight class above him, in our minds is. What am I going to do to somebody my size, you know? And so um, it's every day with having three, four guys, quality guys around his weight class, a little bit bigger than him, pushing him, he can't take a day off. And so that definitely makes him stay sharp. He's fun to watch. Yeah, he is. He, I mean, anything can happen with that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's fun to watch. Uh, let's talk about some of these other guys now. Tanner Smith at, at 149. Has he been a surprise? Um, no, not really. I mean, when I got here, I heard he went undefeated his red shirt year at Eastern Michigan and so he came in last year uh, did a great job qualified for nationals with a thumb that was busted up a knee that was busted up and I'm like man this kid's tough um, and he just finds ways to win and then uh, he won a match at nationals last last year for us I think Tanner's probably been the most consistent out of our entire um, roster uh, he just he does what he does he gets to it he's tough on top he makes everything kind of hard for that guy that he's wrestling and so um, it's not a surprise. We just got to help him get to that next level, get him on the podium. I guess maybe one of the benefits about these guys is they're all back next year, right? Yeah. Yep. We only lost one of our starting seniors, and that was uh, Rodney, and he's definitely going to be missed. But uh, we have sometimes between seven and eight sophomores in our starting lineup this year. So wow. we have them for two more years. Wow. Uh, Matthew Waddell uh, at 184. Yep. A little bit about him and just kind of what you've seen from him. Um, he's a strong kid that um, pretty darn confident in himself, and anything goes for him as well. Like like Fabian, he could be down by five or six, and he knows how to throw you to your back and pin you. Um, he can keep it close, score at the end, and win that way, or he can just blow you out of the water because he's strong and get to his leg attack. So he can win in a lot of different ways, uh, and it's just kind of up to him. Um, and so it's kind of game plan a little bit, but, hey, what kind of match do you want this to be? Do you want it to be blowout? Then go do it. If you want to pin him, go pin him. How familiar are you with the opponents these guys will see? Uh, a little bit. I've seen a little bit of film. Um 
Diagostino for uh, Fabian from Northwestern. I've seen a little bit of film on him already. Um, and then the clarion kid, Brock, that uh, Tanner has. We know him pretty well. My brother actually uh, coached him last year at Clarion, so we know him pretty well. So we, we'll have a great game plan. And then uh, at 84, I haven't seen too much of that kid. So we'll be in the in the offices watching film over the next couple of days, just getting them prepared. How much of, of that goes on? How much of it is preparing them for the opponent? And then how much is you addressing what you see as, as a weakness or an improvement, room for improvement in their own game? Uh, we always focus on our, ourselves because if we do what we do best and we get to our attacks and get to our takedowns, we don't have to worry about what that guy does, but being aware of what they like to do and get to and stay away from it. That's always a plus. So it's always us first. And then, Hey, these are the little details that we be aware of. And like, if they don't, if they have something that'll catch us on something, Hey, be aware of it. Don't be scared of it. Get to your stuff, but just be aware. That's it. So I asked all three of those guys this question, and I was a little surprised at the response I got from them. Oh, boy. About <laughs> moving from McClellan oh. to the McKenzie Arena. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, McKenzie Arena, it, it, there's a big-time feel with the spotlight and, and the production that goes into uh, to, to that facility hosting wrestling. They all talked about how much they enjoyed the environment, though, of McClellan. Your thoughts on going forward, where would you prefer to wrestle? Do you want to be in the McKenzie Arena full-time? I think you get two different feels, right? I think in in McKenzie we get a feel of the production, and our uh, support staff did a great job of the lighting and the the showmanship of it all. Uh, Made our athletes feel like a big deal. McClellan's intimate, so – Two, three hundred fans, a thousand fans feels like a big crowd, and they're on top of the opposing team. And so you get a little bit of both. I I think we can maybe do a little bit of both moving forward. But um, I think our home's McClellan. If we can, you know, do a couple things in there, so we can do a production in there, it would be awesome. Um, but maybe for Iowa next year or something like that. I know there's some construction going to be going on here, but if we can get Iowa in here. And, pack that place up you're going to get that same feel uh with that big of a crowd that'd be really neat for these guys coach i know it's been a a strange week and it may get stranger that's right (laughs) so but congratulations to you and your guys and uh and best of luck thank you follow chattanooga athletics on social media for the latest changes to any postseason or for that matter regular season events at GoMox, and of course, you can always check it out online, GoMox.com. Good luck to Fabian, Tanner, and Matthew. Special thanks to those guys and Coach Rochelle. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth. Have a great weekend, and GoMox. Mox.